successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello everyone and welcome to Grill Nation with Jason Grill here on KMBZ 980 AM and also on GrillNationShow.com. Appreciate you also listening today via podcast, whether that's on the website or on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Appreciate you downloading our podcast. Uh, Going to be a great show today. Very excited. I want to thank our partners and supporters of Grill Nation with Jason Grill. The title sponsors of the show are uh, Bank of Kansas City and MoBank, uh, Trust, Two West Advisors, and Ryan Rink. Also, I have some guest co-hosts and contributors such as Ryan Maybe and the Rieger KC. Jay Rieger and Co. and KC Power and Light District, as well as Reactor Design Studios and Clifton Alexander. Uh, one of those guests and uh, great partners and supporters of the show is Bank of Kansas City, uh, also known as MoBank now. Um, Michael Viazzoli is with me today in studio, Chief Executive Officer and President of MoBank for our interviews today. Welcome to the show, Michael. Thank you. Great to have you here. Um, First off, let's preview our show today. We're going to have Tom Piggott on, who's the CFO of MGP Ingredients. Their website is mgpingredients.com. Interesting company here based in Atchison, Kansas, about 45 minutes from Kansas City, uh, over 300 employees, but just a very fastly growing, a very fast moving company, uh, working with the trends in food and alcohol and providing from a manufacturing standpoint a lot of the ingredients that we see in our alcohol and food. I think you're going to really enjoy listening to the story and learning a lot more about MGP than you you would ever thought. Yeah, right. And yep. they're also launching their own brands now. Yep. Not just manufacturing for folks. And these are award-winning yeah, brands. Yes, so I've heard that. Yep. And uh, award-winning on, an inter- on a national level. And uh, Tom is uh, uh, from Chicago, mm-hmm. originally worked at Kraft. And Nestle, he's been, uh, you know, just moved to Kansas City, I think, a couple years ago. So we're going to get into with my with Michael and I are going to get with Tom about the transition. Yep. Uh, what's it like moving from Chicago to Kansas City, working in Atchison, Kansas? What What does MGP do in the community? What kind of products do they uh, do they produce? Uh, a lot in the alcohol industry, but also in the food ingredient industry. Uh, and just getting to know Tom and MGP Ingredients because we wanted to have them on the show because MGP, uh, you know. Guys like me and you might have heard of them, but maybe other people haven't because they've been more on the manufacturing side. But they're also now, as I said, branding their own products, such as Till Vodka. We, we, we've heard it. We'll talk about that and then some other products on the bourbon and rye side. But they're one of the largest uh, rye uh, people in the Producer, United States, yeah. producers in the United States, as well as bourbon, yeah. uh, which is interesting. They're right here in our backyard. And 75 years ago, we're an entrepreneurial company. Yeah, right. And uh, a lot of our local uh, craft cocktail people and uh, use their products, yep. and and that's how they get their start. So uh, we'll have MGP Ingredients CFO Tom Piggott on the show today. So Michael Viazzoli with MoBank. Um, okay, so you guys have been working very hard. 
uh, to get through this transition yep. from Bank of Kansas City to MoBank. What has that been like? And officially now I can say you are the executive vice president, excuse me, the president and chief executive officer of MoBank. Yep. And um, so we finally closed it, uh, the transaction in the end of uh, end of November. And then over President's Day weekend, we went through all the systems conversions so that all the pieces could could talk to one another. And we've we've learned a lot during the process. Right. As most integrations go; not everything went as smoothly as it can. Um, but I think you know, a month in now, we feel a whole lot better that a lot of those things that should have popped up would pop up by now. Mm-hmm. And gives us the opportunity to get right back to what we wanted to do is continue to grow the business, grow the bank, expand our relationships. But what has been really interesting through this whole process is from a MoBank relationship perspective, you know, there might have been a couple weeks that didn't go so well, but the goodwill that they had built up, the relationships that they had built up over 10, 20, 30 years before that mm-hmm. have all kind of come to fruition because you might have had a, a stress point one day, but then the next day it's like we took care of them and they remember that, you know, it's a systems issue. It's not a overall big change. Like a lot of people fear happens with. Well, and it, it's just, it, nobody likes change. Yeah. And so if you've been with Missouri bank, um, you know, in, in your, your mobile app deposit yeah. thing is changing or your, uh, things are changing. Yep. Uh, it's hard for some people to grasp that, but I, I will say as a, as a customer of MoBank, uh, the people there are great to work with and, you know, they do help you out if there are any questions. And so that, that's expected. Well, the one thing about our combined people on like both the combined pieces of the puzzle is the people we've hired, the people who've been working at MoBank, all of them love doing what they're doing and taking care of their customers. And, um, the cut, the focus has always been trying to make our customers kind of figure out what the issue is, the technological issues, but the relationship itself is still very much there. The same people are there. And so, um, and so that's, that's been, that's been on certain days tested, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but overall though, the reasons for combining organizations, the reasons for why we are so confident in what we'll be able to accomplish. Those are all, those are all still there. And, and it's, um, you know, we've had Grant on the show here with us before, mm-hmm. and, you know, Grant's chairman of the market. Uh, he's the chairman of the Kansas City market. That's right. And I continue my role of, of uh, in the market as well. And, um, you know, every day we just kind of like, okay, get more and more excited with the possibility is. Cause, mm, yeah. Yeah. New logo. Well. Or similar the, logo. The, the Mobank logo. Right. Um, and when we... When we decide to combine our It's just our a little forces. more flashier now. I see. I see you guys have. So that's a, a little more uh, bright. Yeah, yeah, you have you have more of the orange brightness because I, you know, living downtown, I've seen the new logo on the uh, downtown branch yep. and also in the crossroads. Yep. There's been some changes. Uh, well, there is. It's 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 a it's a branding scheme that Grant and his team have been implementing for two or three or four years, mm-hmm. and all we did was okay. We just had the opportunity to kind of reset because every place where there was a logo, everywhere there was a name. We rebranded it. So, so if I if, so Bank of Kansas City now is Bank is of all Kansas City's gone. Okay. Yep. Uh, 121st and Metcalf and Overland Park. You go out to Lee Summit. We got branches there. Uh, that's all Mo Bank and it's all orange. If you go up to our Northland office right by uh, Bonefish off mm-hmm. of 64 Highway, mm-hmm. um, that's all Mo Bank. So no more Bank of Kansas City. And everything that was Bank of Kansas City is either now Mo Bank or we've we're still using BOK Financial because mm-hmm. those are kind of our two dominant brands. 
And so you you see my business card on one side, it's got the BOK Financial, and the other side's got the Mobank. It's very cool. It's Double all the same business card. Yeah, it's all the same company. It's mm-hmm. just a different brand depending on what the particular product. Will you be is. investing in more orange ties? Uh, yeah, in a suit and tie I've, every day. I've got uh, not every day, not every day. <laughs> Um, only when I come to see you. Yes. Uh, today I got my you look, socks you look, you look good. Yes, yes. Oh, sorry, my school socks. School socks. socks. We're also going through a rebrand. Yes. But that'll be uh, yeah, evolving throughout the year. So in like Excellent. We're May or there. June, you'll you'll fully understand yeah. it. But as much as I got the custom socks from you a year or so ago with mm-hmm. our, our meatball from BOK Financial, I, I do have some plans to get some Mobank socks. Oh, nice. Plans, we, so. We'd love that. So yeah. uh, we'll get you some orange socks and an orange tie. You'll be good to go. Uh, Michael Viazzoli is with me today. He's uh, titled sponsor of is Mobank and, as he said, BOK Financial uh, for the entire show today. And then we're going to be back with Tom Piggott, who's the CFO of MGP Ingredients. Great guy. We're going to look forward to talking to him. And we'll be right back on Grill Nation show. I'm really excited about the show today. Appreciate everyone listening, and thanks for joining us today. Be right back. Running down the street like your hair's on fire. Thoughts running past like a man on a wire. Can't stop laughing, but I don't know why. I don't know why. Nobody knows why. Shouldn't wait for Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on 980 KMBZ and on grillnationshow.com. Appreciate also listening today on iTunes and Stitcher Radio for those who enjoy the podcast version of the show. Uh, with me again today is Michael Viazzoli, who is the CEO and president. Correct, Michael? I, I'm trying to make sure I have uh, your title right. Bank of Kansas City. Well, but, uh, but, it is now, now formally MoBank. Now, now it's MoBank. That's I just right. wanted to make sure we're on the same page. Yep. We talked about that in our first segment today. Amazing what you all have done, and exciting to see what MoBank has uh, has done as well. I love the new branding. Yep, it looks great. And we're still working through the MoBank brand and the BOK Financial brand, and how they go away. Bank Kansas City. We we spent a lot of time building that over ten years, and and uh, decided to sunset that one in favor of the MoBank. Brand. It looks good. Yep. I like it. Uh, I'm really excited about our guest today on the show. <clears throat> Michael is. Uh, has worked hard, and we have Tom Piggott on uh, the line, actually. He is the Chief Financial Officer at MGP Ingredients, a uh, great company here locally. Uh, their website is mgpingredients.com. They're headquartered in Atchison, Kansas. They began in 1941 as a small distiller operation in the heart of America's grain belt. They have grown uh, tremendously, uh, and they're doing some really cool things here in the Kansas City region and throughout the country. Tom, welcome to the show. How are you today? Thank you. Doing well. Uh, glad to join you folks. It's glad to have you, Tom. Um, okay, so we know that you kind of took on this role as the CFO uh, in late 2015, which I can't believe that's almost uh, a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. Time flies. But tell us a little about your background and uh, what you did before you came into MGP, because I know that you are a new Kansas Cityan and uh, have done a lot of different things in the Chicago area uh, including uh, being a, a Notre Dame grad, which I uh, I go uh, Fighting Irish. I've always yeah. uh, been a fan of Notre Dame, but you uh, you've uh, spent some time outside of Kansas City. So take us through your background. Yeah, sure. Thanks. So yeah, I grew up in Chicago. I was one of seven kids. Uh, I went to Notre Dame. Um, I uh, I'll tell you a brief story. So uh, my father was putting us all through school, and uh, as a freshman at Notre Dame, I uh, I told my mom I was going to be a liberal arts major. 
And then an hour later, uh, the phone rang. It was my dad. <laughs> and uh, he asked me how I was going to pay for the degree. So uh, I became an accounting major coming out of Notre Dame. And uh, I worked in Chicago uh, for more than 20 years uh, in uh, CPG with Kraft Foods, with uh, uh, Nestle, uh, Ram McNally. And um, then, uh, so at, at Kraft, I was the uh, the CFO of the most profitable business unit at Kraft, the Meal Solutions Unit, which was all the dry grocery products in Kraft. Uh, and then Kraft got acquired uh, by 3G, and um, and so uh, I needed to look for new opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I got a call from a headhunter about this uh, small company in Atchison, Kansas, and and uh, I came down and interviewed with Gus Griffin and, and uh, Dave Rindham and Janine Strandjord, one of the board members, and um, exciting to learn about the company and the people and the strategies. And so um, I told my wife, I don't know if I'm getting this job, but I'm going to buy stock in this company because uh, I could see what uh, what potential was there. What was and that like? So, what was that like, Tom, when you uh, got a headhunter reaching out to you about a job in Atchison, Kansas, coming from uh, third largest city in the country? Yeah, I. Uh, I, um, you know, it was like, uh, what was it, what excited me was, uh, one, um, you know, I'd been in Chicago my whole career and it was an opportunity to try something new. And, uh, also just coming down here and, uh, meeting the people, uh, uh, Gus and Dave Rindham and Janine and, and just, uh, uh, touring the town, Kansas City is, what I, what I tell people is like, uh, it's, a mini version of Chicago with all the, you know, you can get around it so much easier. I live downtown and uh, commute out to Atchison, uh, and uh, it, it's just, uh, it's a fun, it's a fun place to live. It really is. So, uh, you know, initially had some hesitations, but as I, as I learned more and met more folks, uh, very excited to come down here. For our listeners who might not know, how far is Atchison from downtown? Yeah, it's about a 45-minute drive. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, it's a, it's an easy drive. It's a very easy drive. We have at MGP, we have, I want to say, about a third of our uh, Kansas, our, our uh, Atchison workforce living in the greater Kansas City area. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about MGP. Uh, tell us about kind of the history of the company, but also tell us about what you guys focus on now. I know that it's, it's uh, not just alcohol; it's also food. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, the company, as you mentioned, was founded 75 years ago and um, uh, by Cloud Cray Sr. And uh, Karen Seberg is, uh, is the founder's granddaughter, and she's the par- chairperson of the board. Um, the company has, is a public company list, listed on NASDAQ, uh, revenues of $300 million. Um, the market cap's about $900 million now. Um, and we have two main lines of business. Uh, first is the distillery product segment. And uh, the company has two distilleries. One is here in Atchison that makes gin and vodka, and the other is in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, that makes premium bourbons and whiskeys. Um, and basically what we do is we provide the liquid, and other companies buy our products, uh, mix them, create brands, sell and dis- distribute them. And uh, we are... Uh, uh, we're the largest uh, supplier of, of rye whiskey in the U.S. And mm. as you guys are probably familiar, um, that is a very hot product these days. Uh, so 
with this whole cocktail culture that's evolving. Um, so then, uh, so that's the distillery segment, and then uh, we have a food ingredients business, and uh, that provides specialty proteins and starches to branded food companies. And the ingredients are used in products like uh, bread and soups and sauces, uh, high protein products, high fiber products. Uh, benefit from from the ingredients we make, and that's all pr- produced in Atchison. Interesting. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I'd heard of you guys, obviously, and you you were always uh, on my radar. But uh, until I talked to Michael, you know, you don't really understand just how large this really is, right, Michael? And and Tom, one of the the reference points I always found interesting is the your place in producing the brown goods relative to some of the captive manufacturers. Yeah, what's, uh, what's exciting now is so uh, we have – the company purchased a few years ago the Lawrenceburg Distillery, and uh, it was an old Seagram's facility that, uh, quite frankly, had not been kept up, and uh, it had not been uh, uh, efficiently managed, I would say. And MGB came in with its uh, experience at the Atchison facility and really kind of redid a lot of things. Now – uh, Lawrenceburg is the fifth largest bourbon distillery in the U.S. And um, what's happened now with the with the growth of bourbon and and, and rye whiskey, um, a lot of producers are at capacity. So part of our role in the industry is to backstop uh, people that that want to get uh, rye whiskey, and we support in bourbon, and we support uh, large multinational companies. And quite frankly, a lot of small craft players that that want to do their own custom blends and, and work with our distillery experts uh, to produce a product. So uh, that facility gives us uh, uh, is a large scale facility and and gives us a nice uh, competitive advantage. So so when I yeah so when I see uh, on the shelf I see a local Kansas City whiskey or rye. Obviously, um, when they first start out. They can't make their own stuff, so they, they can't. They they're just they have to go to someone to help out. So you guys kind of are supplying all of this uh, throughout the country, which is interesting because there is such a huge movement. You know, we saw the craft beer movement, uh, but now the craft cocktail movement is is taking over, and we're we're seeing a lot of growth here in Kansas City with you know a handful to more of local bourbon companies or gin companies or vodka companies. I mean, it's amazing how it's growing. Yeah, it's. I tell you, it's a fun industry to work with, and a lot of great partnerships evolve over time. Um, and yeah, to, to your point, you know, if you're going to launch a bourbon, uh, you know, you don't. You have to. Typically, you want to age the product three or four years. Um, so that's where an MGP can come in and, and help you get started, um, and uh, work with you on a blend and create something new and interesting. Um, that that you can launch with your own trademark on it. Um, the other the other aspect of the business is just getting going, um, which Michael mentioned is we're just starting to launch our own brands, which uh, which is a lot of fun. So now we're putting our own our own name on on the products. Mm-hmm. We got about a minute and a half left in this yep. segment. Tom Piggott is the CFO of MGP Ingredients. The website is mgpingredients.com. The company was founded in 1941, located in Atchison, Kansas. So you have over 300 employees, and you're, is that correct? And you're also on the yep. NASDAQ. Uh, since 1988, you've been a publicly traded company. 
which is interesting. Uh, over 300 employees, that's, that's great. Yeah, I mean, really hardworking, dedicated people. It's, it's fun to come in here uh, as a new employee and just the, the willingness of everybody to learn and to, to grow uh, under Gus's leadership. I mean, Gus and I are both relatively new to the company, and uh, Gus came in, uh, Gus Griffin, our, our CEO, came in a few years ago, and, and that's the one thing that he and I talk about is uh, how much we love uh, working with the teams here and, and how adaptable the company's been. Mm-hmm. Your website has a lot of great information, uh, key facts, your leadership, your mission and values, but also goes through and breaks down the different kinds of alcohol you guys um, create and food. Uh, it's amazing how many different foods that you work on uh, as well. Tom Piggott is our guest today. I'm joined by Michael Viazzoli, who is with MoBank, and uh, they've been doing some exciting things as well. You should check that out. Uh, we'll be back with more after the break with Tom. I want to get into some of the brands that they're now putting out uh, with their own label and also talk about uh, the involvement of the community of MGP Ingredients. They've been in, uh, in the community for many years in Kansas City region. So I want to get into that more with Tom. We're listening to Grill Nation Show. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for joining us. got that sunshine in my pocket. got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body. when it drops. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill, KMBZ 980 AM, and also on GrillNationShow.com. Uh, connect with me on Twitter, at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Joined again today by Michael Viazzoli, who is the Chief Executive Officer and President of MoBank, great partner and supporter of the Grill Nation Show. We're talking to Tom Piggott, who's on the line. He is the CFO of the company called MGP Ingredients. Their website is MGP ingredients.com a great company here in the region uh been involved in uh in a lot of different things since 1941 over 300 employees are listed on nasdaq uh they've really they've really grown a lot and and very very impressive company in this in this region based out of atchison kansas we're talking to tom about the uh decision uh in the last segment at the very end tail into uh create their own products and tom we wanted to get into more of that so what what was behind that decision? And uh, talk to us about some of the products that you guys are putting your own label on and releasing to the market. Sure. So um, the company, uh, upon Gus's arrival as CEO, uh, went through kind of a strategic assessment and um, uh, came up with a new strategic plan. And one of those strategies uh, is uh, cap- to capture a, a larger share of the value chain. So uh, in essence... Uh, you know, it, long story short, a lot of people were making a lot of money off of the products MGP was producing, and here we have this great talent and capabilities of, of making high-quality uh, bourbon and, and vodka and gin, and, and um, we, you know, it was a logical extension of, of where the company uh, was uh, strong at, and um, Gus Griffin, our CEO, uh, ran Jack Daniels globally. So uh, here we had uh, former lead of Jack Daniels as the president, and so why not try to uh, try to extend into this space? And, and the way we look at it is uh, certainly our core business is always to support uh, the brands, uh, the, both the multinationals and the small craft players that we produce for. 
but there's plenty of white space out there uh, with the growth in all these categories for us to participate. Um, so that was that was the impetus behind the decision to enter, enter uh, the branded space. Mm-hmm. And I always find those interesting when, when I see companies do that. Part of it is the channel conflict that it might create between having your own brand and supplying people there. But there, it's also a big strategic decision. It's a different skill set for a company that's been kind of a manufacturer to becoming a brand company. Mm-hmm. What other steps did you take to kind of position a company to be ready for that that, yeah. that different channel? That's, that's a good question. So part of it is um, really not getting out of our over our skis too fast right away. I think Gus comes in, you know, as global lead of, of uh, Jack Daniels, has a ton of in-depth spirits, brand experience, and he is slowly assembling a team. We just hired Andy Mancini, head of our brands, who – was a longtime uh, Brown Foreman executive, but also supported some craft brands in a consulting role. So, uh, so it, it's uh, um, slowly building the team, uh, testing and learning. Uh, the first uh, the first product launch uh, was a, a bourbon called Metsa Select, and uh, we only produced six thousand bottles of it. Um, to our surprise, it got uh, a ninety one in the Whiskey Advocate. <clears throat> It, uh, it got a double gold in the San Francisco Spirits Competition. So it all of a sudden put us on the map, and it, it sold out right away. The other, you know, you mentioned channel conflict. The, the interesting thing that came out of that is um, all of a sudden some of our customers, with the, with the company being elevated with that product, and then Whiskey Advocate naming the company Distiller of the Year, uh, many of our customers all of a sudden felt more pride in disclosing that they were getting their uh, their juice from from MGP, uh, one of our customers actually took out a full page ad uh, in Whiskey Advocate to congratulate us on getting Distiller of the Year. Uh, that was their way of of saying that they were getting their their uh, rye from MGP. So, incredible, yeah. That uh, so a company that was using your your product as their base. We're congratulating you on a branded product that effectively competes with shelf space. Yeah, I mean, uh, they, yeah, they were uh, congratulating us on, on being distiller of the year, right. which was an outcome of the branded space. And that's, you know, it's an interesting industry. I think, um, you know, there's a there's a lot of uh, support uh, for each other in this industry, Um unlike uh, other, uh, you know, in food. In the other consumer spaces, it's extremely competitive. What I find is that that you know uh, the players in this industry try to support each other and uh, to their to their own success. That is that is important, and and I was thinking the same thing that Michael was. I mean, that is cool that they did that um, because in some, some industries, you know, that doesn't happen. Yeah, and, and it's it's a shame. But I feel like even too in this region. Um, we tend to support each other a little more and build collaborative type warp environments with different partnerships going right. on here in Kansas City. And I think that might be a little different than some other markets throughout the country. Well, you can certainly say there's too many bankers in this market. But <laughs> <laughs> but we're, all, we're all very cordial to one another you know, and respectful I, uh, of one another. I, I found that coming down here, that's part of what uh, energizes me to be about down here is, is how welcoming the community is. And uh, there's a real around Kansas City and helping uh, Kansas City businesses succeed. 
which is is fun to be a part of. Um, and and within the spirits industry, you know, I've I've certainly met with Ryan. I know he's been a guest on your show. Mm-hmm. Uh, great guy, and uh, there is that collegial environment within uh, how we work. Yes, very so. Ryan, maybe he's with Jay Rieger and Co. Who's they're they're really good at branding and uh, obviously working really hard. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit more about your food ingredient technology. Uh, that's very interesting to me, and obviously. People these days, they want uh, healthy options, they want nutrition, they want a good taste. They want all three of those things. Tell us about kind of how you guys work to build ingredient solutions and and enhance uh, people's quality with their food. Yeah, so uh, the ingredients uh, segment uh, is uh, we work with, with, um, you know, a myriad of companies and um, our specialty are in high-protein, high-fiber, wheat-based ingredients. So, uh, like, if somebody wants to make a muffin uh, higher, higher fiber for their diet, uh, MGP can provide the ingredients to help them do that. Uh, somebody wants to make, uh, there's an exciting uh, space that's developing uh, meatless burgers, um, and MGP Interesting. Uh, provides products that go, ingredients that go into, um, into meatless burgers. So uh, it's really combining uh, science and the company's uh, technologies to help uh, uh, branded companies uh, develop products that, that fit into healthy lifestyles. So um, we're certainly tied in with the high fiber and high protein trends um, and non-GMO uh, trying to take advantage of of um, of where where some of the ingredient segments are growing, and I and I see that kind of the food segment of my business every day because a big part of our portfolio is in this, and and it is interesting to see kind of the evolution of taste profiles, consumer preferences, and and to be involved in this segment, particularly on also healthy lifestyles. This is this is a very good, yeah. uh, very good spot to be. Yeah, I'm looking through your website. You guys, I'm going to just name off some of this food. Bakery products, uh, breadings and coatings, cereals and snacks, confections, da- dairy products, fillings, flavorings, gravies, uh, nutritional bars and instant drinks, pasta and noodles, processed meat, poultry and seafood, salad dressings, vegetarian products. I mean, this is truly the full gamut. And uh, it's an interesting to me that you guys evolve with the trends. Uh, you're evolved with the trends in, in both in the alcohol industry with bourbon and rye, but also too with food. Yeah, and I think uh, uh, one of the strategies the company, I think food uh, wasn't, I think Gus came in and, and realized food was not getting uh, enough tension, attention in the company, and uh, he hired some new resources, Mike Butshaw, who's our new sales lead, and Odie Manigat, who's a leading scientist, to try to build out uh, this business. And uh, it's responding. Uh, the company is, uh, you know, it's it's well positioned within some growing segments. Uh, we mentioned the high fiber and high protein, and with the addition of um, some new leadership and and Odie uh, on the scientific front, because a lot of this is is working with companies and and doing experiments and trying different things. And Odie's expertise is really helping us to take advantage of some of these trends. That's interesting. Trying new things out. I, I imagine a lot of companies want to do that with you all. Yes. It's a it's a long process, a development cycle on a new food product. 
um, and uh, it takes a, a lot of expertise and patience, and, and that's something that MGP um, is able to do and has been doing for a long time. Now, do you guys work with a lot of the uh, entrepreneurial food people as well, like you do with the bourbon and, and, and rye people, obviously the craft cocktail movement? Uh, you're seeing a lot of smaller kind of companies as well in the, in the food industry with entrepreneurship. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, we have a new customer that's uh, producing a, a, a meatless burger that's uh, become popular in a number of uh, restaurant chains, which is uh, fun to be a part of, um, and, uh, and uh, meeting with them and helping them uh, develop the product um, and, and seeing what they're able to create with our ingredients. It's a lot of fun. Very cool. We're talking to Tom Piggott, who's the CFO of MGP Ingredients. Their website is mgpingredients.com. We have one segment left in the show. After the break, Michael and I will be back. I want to talk to Tom about MGP's community involvement, what they do. I know social responsibility and involvement in our region is very important to them. And then I want to talk to Tom a little bit more about his move from Chicago to Kansas City and what their transition's been like for him. Uh, coming from craft to uh, uh, to MGP ingredients. Thanks for listening. We're right back after the break. I turn the music up. I got my records on. I shut the world outside until the lights come on. Babies. Loosen the shoulders up. Pow it up. Let's work. Throw some perm on your attitude. Yeah, you gotta relax. Welcome back for our final segment of the show today, Grill Nation with Jason Grill, along with guest co-host today and partner and supporter of the Grill Nation show, title sponsor, uh, Michael Viazzoli, who is the executive, chief executive officer and president of Missouri, or excuse me, of MoBank, uh, just went through the exciting uh, deal here with Bank of Kansas City and MoBank, yep. and uh, just making sure I have all the terminology right, Michael. Yeah, I could bore you in more detail, but <laughs> think of us either as MoBank or BOK Financial. I love it. Uh, we've been talking to Tom Piggott, who is the CFO of MGP Ingredients, a great company here in the region. The website is mgpingredients.com. Uh, my, uh, Tom, I want to talk to you about community involvement. So MGP Ingredients, obviously, they've been around since 1941. We've heard of them. Uh, what do you guys do in the community? I know that's important to you to be uh, to be involved. Yeah, uh, the company's uh, always been long, uh, long uh, commit, committed to the community for for many years. Um, support a number of charities. Uh, the United Way. Uh, we are the largest donor of the lo- local United Way. We're also involved. Heavily in, uh, you know, through Karen, uh, Karen Seberg, the chair, chairwoman of our board, and the Cray family, uh, involved in Atchison, um, the new YMCA that's going in, uh, that uh, is getting renovated and updated. Uh, they've been very active supporters of and helping build. Um, and so uh, between the company's uh, activities and, and the family's activities, it's really led to uh, a lot of growth and, and kind of um, uh, uh, growth in, in Atchison, Kansas, where, um, you know, we've got a new hotel, new Holiday Inn going in. The YMCA is, uh, I mentioned, is getting updated. And, uh, and Benedictine College right up the street is growing. And, and, and we're a supporter of the college, too. So, there's a lot of uh, synergies that are happening in town here between the company and the community and uh, and the family. And, Jason, I, I just want to support that 
that fact. And having my involvement through United Way and also YMCA, I see the impact that MGP has up in mm-hmm. Atchison. And, and not only is it doing a lot of good for a lot of people, but just MGP as an economic entity itself has a big impact in the community. And I know they take that role with great responsibility mm-hmm. as well, which is goes back to their roots, which is, which is very, you know, you gotta, you gotta respect that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, Tom, Chicago, you went to Northwestern, by the way, congratulations. You got your grad grad degree there. Uh, congratulations on making the NCAA tournament this year. With yeah, Northwestern. Uh, first time in the history. Um, I'm hoping one day our local uh, uh, school here, UMKC, who has never made the tournament either, will we'll make the tournament. That must have been cool for you. Yeah, it was exciting. Now, I have to tell you, I was a, I was a more of an Irish fan than sure. a Northwestern <laughs> fan, but boy, they really, those those kids really played great, and it's fun to watch them play. I yeah, definitely, my, my bracket was blown up. I had Notre Dame going to the Elite Eight. Uh, I've always been a yeah. Notre Dame fan, too, but uh, but it was cool to see that, that movement, and uh, very rare that you probably... Uh, North, Notre Dame and Northwestern basketball are both uh, stellar, so that that was cool for you yeah. to, to I, notice. I, I was waiting for my UC Davis Aggies to blow up the bracket. <laughs> when they KU, but yeah, right. I would I, have liked I, to see that. I enjoyed too. the first three minutes of that game. And then <laughs> went away. Uh, Tom, okay, so you you moved here. Uh, you you came from uh, Chicago. You you got the uh, headhunter found you, uh, put you down here in, in Atchison. What has that transition been like? I know you said you lived downtown. Obviously, downtown Kansas City has has gone through a um, a revitalization here in the last 10 years. Uh, what are your initial thoughts, and uh, what has that transition been like? Yeah, so first of all, um, professionally, coming to Atchison, I think, was an exciting thing for me career-wise because, you know, you work at a big company at Kraft, and you have all these ideas of, of how you want to do things, and to come to a company here in Atchison with a, with a very talented workforce and a great team, uh, you kind of have this playbook in your head, uh, which, you, which you have to realize you, you can't run all the plays right away. You just pick certain plays and run them really well and, and slowly build it from there. Uh, and that professionally has been a lot of fun. Uh, now, Kansas City, uh, I, I, I'm enjoying kind of the, the, the renaissance of, of downtown Kansas City and the power and light um, so I'm in the midst of transitioning. Uh, my, uh, I have a daughter who's a senior in high school, and then once uh, she graduates, uh, soon I'll move down. I, you know, and all three of our kids will be in college, so we'll be empty nesters. Uh, we're looking forward to living in power and light, being able to to take that uh, the streetcar up and down uh, River Market, uh, the uh, the concerts. Uh, I just had my kids down. Uh, this last weekend to see a, a concert at Casey Live, which is a great drawing card to, to get them to come visit me here, uh, and uh, you know to go to the Kaufman. It's all it's all right there, which is uh, it's it's very manageable and and a lot of fun. Tom, I also live downtown at One Light, and uh, I'm in that community. So I I was a suburbanite uh, for a lot of my career, and uh, it is cool because you know. A lot of people in Kansas City, we have a lot of, uh, we're a very spread out community uh, compared to some other cities, but uh, you never realize just how many things are going on or how many people, and obviously that's noticeable at the Big 12 tournament, and this week we'll have the NCAA tournament, but uh, just on a normal 
everyday basis during the workday, but also at night with all the different activities going on. And, uh, you know, Costantino's is always, is always crammed full, but it's pretty amazing when you, when you don't live down there, uh, and you do live down there, you start to see how many people actually are, are moving downtown and, and, and taking advantage of all the things happening. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's it, it's wonderful to see, and uh, there's some beautiful buildings getting re- renovated, and the new ones going in, the one light and the two light, uh, make it even more attractive. I think I think I can walk to probably 20 different restaurants, uh, and uh, you know, get to the Kaufman without getting in the car, uh, walk to Sprint Center. There's just there's just so much to do uh, right there. Um, I think as empty nesters, Susan's really excited to come down and, and be part of it. She was just here this weekend, and uh, we spent some time at the plaza shopping and uh, saw the concert. Uh, we also went to Sporting KC game, which, by the way, our vodka, Till Vodka, we're a proud sports, a sponsor of Sporting KC, and what an exciting uh, venue that is to be at as well. Definitely is, and we didn't mention that Till Vodka. We, uh, Michael and I, talked about that off the air. Tell us a little bit about that. That's that's an interesting partnership. Yeah, uh, Till is uh, it's dedicated to the heartland, the hardworking people uh, that are are um, work in the heartland, um, and uh, it's made only with Kansas wheat. And uh, what makes it special is it's it's a very smooth drink. Um, it uh, it's won already five awards. Uh, it, uh, I tell people to, to do a taste test. We did a, we did a taste test with some uh, Wall Street folks, investors, uh, Grey Goose versus Till, and they were blind, and they thought they were drinking Grey Goose when they were drinking Till. It's a really <laughs> smooth vodka, uh, which was fun to do. And so we have a, we've got this great uh, partnership with Sporting KC uh, to help build the brand. It's just in, in four states right now. And um, I think we, we believe it's got a lot of potential to grow. But, um, you know, we're going to take our time with our branded. You know, we talked earlier about not getting too far out of our skis and, and just going slow and slowly building that brand. Uh, but we're very excited about it. Tom Piggott, CFO of MGP Ingredients. The website is mgpingredients.com. I urge you guys to check it out. You've probably drank or eaten many of the things that they've worked on throughout the years. Appreciate you coming on the show today, Tom, and congrats on all your success. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, Michael, thanks for joining me again today. Michael Viazzoli, Chief Executive Officer and President of Mo Bank, one of our great local banks here in Kansas City. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation Show. We'll see you again next week. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. Take care.